right, we back. My bad. The white man was literally messing with my internet connection. Soon as I started talking, Mr. Charlie came through and hit the pause button on the internet. <laughs> I had to go upstairs and see if my route, you know, I had to break out my IT skills up in here. I'm like, dang, I don't want to be doing IT right now. I want to talk about some, some nonsense on the YouTubes. But we good, man. Yeah, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden came through. It was like, oh, hell nah, nigga. You ain't finna talk about this right now. <laughs> I tried to delete the live stream on YouTube. It wouldn't even delete it. I was like, damn, we stuck. All right. We back. Let's let's get it. So anyways, um, if y'all hear me huffing and puffing over here, it's because I was outside earlier with my my two boys and then um i got a cousin a younger cousin that's around the age of my son my oldest son we was outside shooting hoops and let me tell y'all something let me tell y'all something man all you young people y'all need to value your youngness your youthness or whatever the damn word is because your boy is out of breath your boy is tired so if y'all hear me pass out on this microphone, just know that I was out there representing for the 40 year olds trying to shoot some hoops and, you know, things ain't, you know, it's, it's looking kind of scary right now for me as I sit here and try to bring my blood pressure back down. Anyways, let's talk about Florida, man. So like I was saying before the white man messed up my internet connection says, can I shoot? I used to play ball. I never played organized basketball. I was always just a recreational player. And I was pretty decent. I used to play ball a lot. I used to live on the basketball court when I was a teenager. Um, but I was never good enough to uh, play, you know, organized ball. But, you know, I had hoop dreams once upon a time. But, you know, I realized that I'm probably never going to go to go to college playing ball. So, let me go ahead and try to work on this education <laughs> so, so I could become somebody in life. All right. But anyways, I'm, I'm out of breath. All right. So I want to talk about my state of Florida. Education, because, you know, everybody's out here. All these politicians is out here talking about the state of Florida is whitewashing African-American history and all this. And what happens is. And I'm pretty sure you guys know this, but politicians and little political pundits, they'll go through, look at a document, find one little discrepancy that they might have an issue with. They come online or go on the media and then amplify that to make it seem like, oh, they're trying to get rid of education. They're trying our black history. They're trying to do this. They're trying to do that. And they do this because they know that the majority of people that they're that they are over here pandering to. They know that these people are never, ever going to go pull up the actual documents to see what's actually going on. But today we're going to go pull up the documents. Right. So let me go ahead and share my screen because we're going to get our learn on today to see if Governor DeSantis and all of them are trying to whitewash African-American history. So you guys can go do this yourself if you want. Most of y'all probably aren't. So y'all just watch the video. But anyways, if you go to Google. And you type in Florida DOE slavery, Florida Department of Education slavery, you're going to come across all these news topics right here, right? It said, let me make the screen a little bigger in case some of y'all got some horrible eyesight out there. 
says new Florida standard teach uh, standards teach that black people benefited from slavery because it taught useful skills. Uh, let's just click on the news stories to see all the headlines. Florida uh, Board of Education approves new black history standards that critics call a big step backwards. So we're going to go see if this is a big step backwards in a second. Florida's new black history curriculum says slaves develop skills that could be used for personal benefit. Ron DeSantis accused of being pro-slavery due to new Florida curriculum. Florida Board of Education OKs black history standards amid outcry. Uh, do not, for the love of God, tell kids that slavery was beneficial. But we, we can just go on and on and on with the headlines, right? And if you look at these headlines, you'll be thinking that, wow, Ron DeSantis is trying to send us back to the 1700s round here. But we're going to go back to this all button here. Remember, go do your Google search, Florida DOE slavery. And you're going to scroll down and you're going to see this link right here. Florida Department of Education, Social Studies 2023. You're going to click on that link and it's going to pull up this page right here. Right. So let me go ahead and make this bigger. Florida, uh, Florida State Academic Standards, Social Studies 2023. All right. So we're going to go through this. Right. This because the reason this is important is because I have a young child. My youngest son is eight years old. He is uh, going to, I believe, the third grade. So this directly impacts him. All right. And what he'll be learning when he transitions to middle school and all that. So I so me being the concerned parent. I have to know what's going on because I'm a Floridian. I was born here and I live here and I'm going to die here, right? Because this is the best state in the union as far as I'm concerned. And like I was saying earlier, everybody hates on Florida. But if you go look at the statistics, everybody and their mama is trying to move to Florida. They say like a thousand people every single week up and move to Florida, but everybody hates this state, but they all want to come down here and, and drive the prices up and cause a housing crisis while they get the benefit from, they get the benefit off of us not paying uh, state income taxes and, and, and sunny weather 99% of the year, right? So anyways, we get to this, all right? First thing on here, these are the little strands that, you know, when you're taking social studies, I guess these are the things that you're expected to learn throughout the year. African-American history, civics and government, Holocaust stuff, financial. Ooh, they're even teaching financial literacy up in this mug, y'all. Financial literacy. Wow. Yeah, we fool, Royce. Royce is the last uh, transplant that's allowed to come to Florida. You know, Royce ain't from Florida originally. Being that Royce is a military buddy of mine, he retired he is officially the last person that is allowed to move to Florida, according to G. Dizzle, right? <laughs> so, so we learn about all types of stuff. Now, listen, when I was in school, I don't remember learning about no financial literacy, right? You know, when I learned financial literacy, I started learning financial literacy when I was about 21 years old and my credit was ruined, right? I went to a car dealership. I was at a Nissan. I went to this Nissan car dealership to go buy this car. Right. And the chick that came out to talk to me was this little, this little, you know, this little chocolate looking thing who has some patty cakes on her. And, you know, me, I'm a young 21 strapping dude. I'm in the military. Well, was I in the military at the time? Yeah, I was in the military. No, wait, I was 22. 
Anyway, I was around 21, 22 years old. No, I, I'm, I'm a bad. I was 23, 23. You know what I mean? I'm in the military, in shape like a mug, jumping. Out. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm the man out in these streets, right? So I'm over here flirting with old girl. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want to get this car right here. Old girl was like, okay, let me go run your credit. So she go into the dealership, run my credit. She came back out. Man, her, her whole walk changed. I remember when she initially walked away, you know, them patty cakes was jumping and swaying to the side like she wanted me to get her phone number. Right. But when she came back out, she was walking towards me like a like a white woman going to tell a teacher on my ass. Right. She had that white woman Karen walk and she came right over to me and started whispering, talking about, you know, your creditors, yada, yada, yada. Basically, she told me, nigga, get the hell up out this car lot. <laughs> and so I was like, damn, my credit that bad. So that, that's when I got my first real introduction into financial literacy. I was like, I got to get my credit fixed, man. I can't be out here. I can't be out here having black women turning into white women just, just kicking me out of car lots. So I got my credit right. And ever since then, man, you know, I've been out here doing things in life. So, you know, but some of this stuff, you know, I learned, I remember learning a little bit about this back in the day, how government works. I remember African-American history briefly. I think we only learned that during the month of February. And that was pretty much it. But anyways, this is what the babies are going to be learning. So we're going to go through all this right here. And we're going to go through this. We're going to go through every single page. Now, this thing is 216 pages long, but only the first 21 pages deal with African-American studies. So we're going to learn this and see what the, the babies are learning in the state of Florida. So African-American history strand. All right. So, so you're going to learn. I don't know what these acronyms stand for. Social studies, I'm assuming. But positive influences and contributions by African-Americans. So you're going to recognize African-American inventors and explorers like Lonnie Johnson, Macy Jemison, George Washington Carver. Shout out to Mr. Peanut. Then we're going to get into this right here. You know, positive influences and contributions by African-Americans. Identify African-American artists, Aretha Franklin, Charles White, James Earl Jones, Maya Angelou. Uh, what else? Some more positive stuff. Identify African-Americans who demonstrated civil uh, civic service like uh, Colin Powell, uh, Willa Beatrice Brown, Carter G. Woodson. I believe Carter G. Woodson. Isn't he the person? I could be wrong. But isn't Carter G. Woodson the person that actually created Black History Week? Because I think it started off as a week and then they extended it to a month. You got Senator Hiram Revels. Then we get into this. Identify oral traditions and folk tales of African Americans. And I don't know what this says. Honesty, the spider, tale of the midnight goat thief. Like, listen, I don't know what any of this stuff is because when I was coming up as a kid, we ain't learned none of this stuff, right? So, and the reason why I'm highlighting this is because, you know, we're told that, like, we go back to our headlines over here, they're calling this a big step backwards. Florida's whitewashing black history. They don't want to remember, they don't want to teach black history down here. So we want to see if that's actually true. And so far, we're only on like the first page here. And these little kids are about to learn more about black history than I've ever learned in my entire life just off the first page. Right. We need to even throw some hidden colors up in here to make it well-rounded. All right, then we get into this. So we got, we're still in the positive influences and contributions by African-Americans. So we're going to identify African-Americans who demonstrated heroism and patriotism. 
Booker T. Washington, shout out to him. I went to Tuskegee University, founded by Booker T. Jesse Owens, the great track athlete, Tuskegee Airmen, Martin Luther King Jr., Rosa Parks. They even, look, they even threw Barack Obama in here. First Lieutenant Vernon Baker, Sergeant First Class Melvin Morris. I don't know who these two gentlemen are. Uh, what else we got up in here? Um, we're still on positive influences. We're going to identify African-American community leaders who made positive contributions in the state of Florida. We got Zora Neale Hurston, the Florida Highwaymen. Not sure who that is. You got Mary, Mary McCloy Bethune, founded the school. Well, the school Bethune Cookman is named after her. Uh, Eva B. Ford, Bessie Coleman, General Chappie, uh, General James Chappie, General Daniel Chappie James, uh, he actually had on Tuskegee University, the actual gym where the basketball court is, where they have little concerts and stuff like that. That's actually named after uh, Daniel Chappie James. Bob Hayes, Sylvia Fowles. All right, what else we got going on? All right, what's up, everybody? We're just going through. We're going through to figure out how racist is African-American history in the state of Florida. And if you're just joining us, this is the Florida State Academic Standards Social Studies 2023. And if you go click on the news and look what they are here talking about, you would think DeSantis is sending us back to slavery. Right. So we're just going through to see if we're about to go back to slavery, if they're whitewashing history and all that stuff. All right. So we left off right here. Now we're talking about the resiliency, contributions and influence of African-Americans on the United States beginning in the colonial era through westward expansion. Okay, so now we get into some good stuff, right? Let's get it. So we're going to examine the life of African-Americans in the colonial era. Then we got a benchmark here. It says instruction includes what life was like for the earliest slaves and the emancipated in North America. So you know, remember we're whitewashing history, but look, they're over here talking about we're going we're to learn what life was like for the earliest slaves, right? We're going to examine the Underground Railroad and how former slaves partnered with other free people and groups in assisting those escaping from slavery, right? We, we, we're learning about the Underground Railroad and all that stuff, right? But, you know, we're over here whitewashing slavery and stuff, right? So let's get it, right? We're going to examine the key figures and events in abolitionist history. Now understand, this is middle school stuff, y'all. I don't know if this extends to high school, but this is starting in middle school. They're learning all this stuff. I don't think I, I don't recall learning about abolitionist movements in middle school. Now that I think about it, but middle school for me was such a long time ago, like 30 years ago. All right. Then we're going to identify freedoms and rights secured for and by former slaves, okay, clarification one, it says instruction will include the Emancipation Proclamation, 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments to the Constitution of the United States. We're going to examine the roles and contributions of significant African Americans during westward expansions. So you're going to learn about Benjamin Pop Singleton, James Beckworth, the Buffalo Soldiers, and York, you know, some, you know, I know we all heard of the Buffalo Soldiers, right? We're going to examine the experiences and contributions of African Americans in early Florida. 
clarification, it says instruction includes African-American communities like Fort Mose, Angola community, the Black Seminoles, Fort Gadsden, Lincolnville, and Eatonville. Eatonville is very important because Eatonville is a part of Orlando, Florida. Matter of fact, I was just in Eatonville literally like three days ago. There's a good soul food restaurant out there by this lady named Miss Kim. Miss Kim is this black and Filipino or Thai, Thai lady. I don't know what, she, what she is. But anyways, she cooked some of the best soul food in this entire city. And she's about to be featured in this Netflix documentary. And um, anyways, she used to she used to serve soul food up out of this gas station for like 10 years. And then she finally got her funds right or somebody helped. And now she got her own spot. And it's actually out in Eatonville. Eatonville is one of the oldest black towns, if I'm not mistaken, in all of America. And it's literally like right up the street from where I live. So I'm very familiar with Eatonville. All right. We're going to move on. What else we learned? It says we're going to understand the causes, courses and consequences of the slave trade in the colonies. So we're going to talk about what caused it. What went about and what were the consequences of the slave trade? But we but we're told that we're whitewashing history. We're not teaching slavery. I mean, this is what this is what the pundits and the politicians say, man. But we're looking at the document right here. So in case you guys don't know what document we're looking at, let me pull it up in the new tab. All you got to do is go do Florida DOE slavery. Click on this link right here. And it's going to pull up this document right here. All right. This is the document that we're reading straight from the Department of Education. All right. So we're going to understand the causes, courses and consequences of the slave trade in the colonies. We're going to identify Afro-Eurasian trade routes and methods prior to the development of the Atlantic slave trade. So we going all the way back. Listen, when we were kids coming up, we were all taught that white folks just hopped off boats and just started snatching niggas, right? That, that's what we was all taught. We all watched Roots coming up. White folks just literally just hopped off boats with nets and just started capturing Negroes, right? In Florida's education on African-American history, they're talking about what actually happened before the transatlantic slave trade. Like, what was all the stuff that led up to this? Like, they're going, they're going back. You know what I'm saying? They're doing something that hidden colors didn't do. All right. So, clarification one: instruction includes how slavery was utilized in Asian, European, and African cultures. So now we're on our Yvette Carnell type of stuff where we're going to be learning about, hey, it wasn't just Negroes who was enslaved. Slavery was big business around the world. It wasn't just unique to black folks. Everybody was getting handed that slavery work at one point in time, right? Uh, instruction includes the similarities and differences between serfdom and slavery, all right? Instruction includes the use of maps to identify trade routes. So we're going to learn about all that stuff, right? Uh, what else? Then we're going to describe the contact of European explorers with systematic slave trading in Africa. Uh-oh. So we're not going to be sitting here talking about white folks just hopped off boats and started capturing black folks. No, they're going to be talking about how white folks came down there and there was already a system of slavery in place 
and they started trading trinkets for slaves, i.e. the slave trade, the African slave trade. You know, hence the it's not called the slave kidnapping. It's called the slave trade. People were traded. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we're, we're actually talking about that. We're actually going to start blaming them niggas over in Africa is, is basically what they're saying for kicking all this crap off. All right. Which led to the creation of, uh, of most of us who are listening to this video. Then we're going to examine the evolution of the labor force in the use of indentured servitude contracts. Uh oh, they're going to be talking about them white slaves, right? Uh, them Irishmen who came over here and, and did some indentured servitude stuff. So they, they're, going, they're going to highlight the white folks, right? I mean, if you're going to tell the whole story, you got to tell the whole thing because it's part of American history, right? Uh, clarification, it says instruction includes the comparative treatment of indentured servants of European and African extraction. So they're going to talk about the differences between the indentured servants and the African slaves. Instruction includes the transition from an indentured to a slave based economy. Uh Oh, so now we're, get, we're getting into the good stuff. Right. But but. We're white, but they say they say they're whitewashing history and 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 they doing all this crazy stuff. And Florida don't like black folks, and they don't want to tell the true history of slavery. It seems like Florida is going above and beyond to tell the history of slavery. And we're only on page six. I still got fifteen more pages to go through. This is just page six, y'all. Then we're gonna talk about. Uh, the history and evolution of slave codes, right? Instruction includes judicial and legislative actions concerning slavery. We're going to analyze slave revolts that happened in the early colonial America and how political leaders reacted, like in like the 1712 revolt in New York City and the Stono Rebellion in 1739. I don't even know what the hell these revolts are, y'all. I ain't never heard of that. And I highly doubt most of y'all have ever heard of this stuff, right? But Florida is whitewashing African-American history, right? Now, nah, it look like these kids are learning stuff that I ain't never heard of. What else it says? We're going to examine the service and sacrifice of African patriots, during the revolutionary uh, revolutionary era, like Crispus Attucks, the first person, in case you guys don't know who Crispus Attucks was, he was the very first person to be killed in the Revolutionary War, in case you didn't know that, a black person. You're going to learn about Peter Salem, James Amistad Lafayette, and the first Rhode Island Regiment, right? Stuff, I don't know what the first Rhode Island Regiment is, right? You, you're learning all this stuff, right? Somebody says gangs in New York, uh, they whitewashed the movie. All right, well, we're talking about black history here, right? We're talking about black history in the state of Florida and, you know, just African-American history in general because, you know, Kamala Harris is out here talking about they, they don't want to teach uh, the history. Everybody wants to whitewash it. All you got to do is just do a Google search, Florida DOE slavery, Find that link, click this, and this document will pop up straight from the Florida Department of Education's website. And we're only on page six. And these kids have learned so much about black history. I didn't even learn this stuff. Right. 
All right, next we're gonna go on to this. Uh, I don't like I say I don't know what these these numbers mean, but it says analyze events that involved or affected Africans from the founding of the nation through Reconstruction. Uh oh. So we're gonna explain early congressional actions regarding the institution of slavery, such as the Northwest Ordinance of 1787. I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that. You got to learn about the Three-Fifth Compromise and the act prohibiting the importation of slaves of 1808. All right. This is all stuff building up to this slave economy. Right. We're going to explain the effect of the cotton industry on the expansion of slavery due to Eli Whitney's cotton gin. I do remember learning about the cotton gin and Eli Whitney when I was in middle school. It says instruction includes the use of a map to show westward expansion. So I guess we're going to. So basically what happened, the cotton gin came about. They started whipping up that cotton by the bales, just moving cotton like like niggas is moving bricks around here. And all that stuff helped, you know, fund the activities that pushed America westward. So you're going to be learning about that stuff. It says you're going to examine the various duties and trade. Uh oh, here, here's the thing that made the news right here, y'all. Here is the line that made the news. You're going to examine the various duties and trades performed by slaves, such as agricultural work, painting, carpentry, tailoring, domestic service, blacksmithing, and transportation. Here is the whole line that has everybody's panties in a bunch right here. It says clarification one instruction includes how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. This line out of a document that's 216 pages long and out of the 216 pages, the first 21 pages or so are dedicated to African-American history. This line that's highlighted on your screen is what caused all of these headlines to, 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 to formulate, ladies and gentlemen, that one line. So let's examine this one line. Instruction includes how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. So I'm a little lost and confused as to what is wrong with that line. Now, nobody is implying that slavery was a benefit to black folks. We all know slavery was inhumane. It was wrong. All that stuff. There was a whole bunch of craziness going on during slavery, right? Um, that they probably won't go into detail for this class, but you might have to go learn that stuff on your own. But at the same time, you can't sit here and act like a slave learning how to do some blacksmith work or some agricultural work like that isn't a skill that they learned if they didn't already know that. And that it, when these slaves did become free, those who became free, like they couldn't take that same skill set and use it to hopefully go out there and try, keyword being try here, try to enhance their life with that skill set. As a matter of fact, isn't that one of the reasons why the unions in America came about? Now, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But one of the reasons the unions in America came about is because a lot of freed slaves were going up north and other places and taking their skill sets and cutting out the competition, i.e. the white man. The white man couldn't compete. 
because the slaves had all the freaking talent. You know what I'm saying? And if it's, if it's under my understanding, that's one of the reasons why unions came about in America was to, was to push back and, and, and restrict free black slaves or former slaves or whatever from competing in the workforce because niggas was just hella talented back then. I mean, look at Booker T. Washington, right? I went to Tuskegee University, go get his book Up From Slavery, right? That joker was born a slave, ended up, you know, dying with a damn school, right? And during his school, he taught, he taught people all types of uh, uh, skill sets, agricultural work, you know, working with your hands and doing all this other stuff, right? Somebody says, uh, the unions were created to give white folks a chance. That's see, All right. So I wasn't wrong, right? I wasn't wrong. But the Pullman Porters, I don't know what that is. So this, but this is what I'm saying. I don't see where the problem is with this statement because it's actually true. Like, yes, they learned skills in a in a in an inhumane way, meaning they were forced to learn it or whatever the case may be, but they still learned it. I mean, I think people have a hard time understanding that even when things are even when like okay, I'll give you an example. So I don't know. I we was I was talking about Hitler. I was matter of fact, I was watching there's this show on TV, Amazon called um The Man in High Castle. And I I, I suggest you guys go watch this show, The Man in High Castle. It comes on Amazon Prime. Very good. It's like four seasons long. But this show is an alternate reality world show where it depicts hit, uh, Nazi Germany and Japan winning World War II and conquering America, right? Now, I'm not going to give you all the play-by-play about what happens in the show. Just go watch it. But one of the things about Nazi Germany, even though they were out there doing a whole bunch of horrendous things to a whole bunch of people, they did invent a lot of things that we all use to the, like they perfected rocket technology, right? They gave you the damn Volkswagen. Those of y'all who like Fanta sodas that came from the Nazi party. Those of y'all who like Adidas and Puma, the founders of Adidas and Puma, they were brothers that got into a beef and split up, but they were part of the Nazi party. It's like a lot of things. What I'm saying is you can take horrible events and then there are still good things that can kind of come up out of those horrible events that people can still benefit from, even though they learned it or something or, or whatever the thing was came to quote unquote life during that horrible, tragic event. And the same thing could be applied with slavery. Yes, it was wrong. You're kidnapping people. You're buying people, selling people, beating them, just misusing and abusing them. But at the same time, you're going to act like some of these slaves didn't learn a skill that they could benefit from, that they probably passed on to their children. And then the children that actually became freed people later on, they didn't use those skill sets to their advantage to the point where the white folks had to come through and, and create unions to, to try to, you know, prevent the black man and the black woman from excelling. But like I say, this whole, this is the line that has everybody in the tizzy. 216 pages, the first 21 pages dedicated to African-American history. This one line on page six is what got everybody upset. Anyway, let's move on, man. What else we learning? 
So in case you guys are wondering, we're learning about the Florida State Academic Standards Social Studies 2023 um, because everybody's talking about Florida's whitewashing history. So go do Florida DOE slavery. Um, click on all and look for this link right here. It'll pull this document up and you can read it for yourself. All right. It says examine the Underground Railroad and its importance to those seeking freedom. It's clarification one. Instruction includes how collaboration of free blacks, whites, churches, and organizations assisted in the Underground Railroad, like Harriet Tubman, William Lambert, Levi Coffin, William Still. Clarification two. Instruction includes the use of spirituals and symbols as a form of communication, coordination, coding, and expression. So all the Negro spiritual songs that people were singing, they were speaking in code to one another to help people reach the North Star, reach Canada, and all that stuff. This is all the stuff that these kids are going to be learning. But you listen to the news, oh, they're whitewashing stuff, and they're not teaching history. Nigga, they're teaching people about Negro spirituals and how Negro spirituals were coded language for slaves to speak amongst one another, right? You're going to identify political figures who strove to abolish the institution of slavery like Thaddeus Stevens, Abraham Lincoln, Zachariah Chandler. You're going to evaluate various abolitionist movements that continuously push to end slavery. Clarification one, instruction includes the Society of Friends or the Quakers and their efforts to end slavery throughout the U.S., uh, clarification two, instruction includes writings by Africans living in the U.S. and their effect on the abolitionist movement like Sojourner Truth, Frederick Douglass, William Wells Brown, David Walker, and Martin Delaney. You're going to examine how the status of slaves, those who had escaped slavery and free blacks, affected their contributions to the Civil War effort. They're going to describe significant contributions made by key figures during Reconstruction, like President Ulysses S. Grant, Secretary of War Edwin Stanton, Frederick Douglass, and Lyman Trumbull. What else? Oh, we, we still got more stuff we're learning, right? But they whitewash. They're not, te they're not teaching African-American history in Florida, y'all. They don't want you to know your history. That, that's, that's what you guys are being told, right? Anyways, what else? We're getting to this part. Examine the causes, courses, and consequences of the slave trade in the colonies from 1609 to 1776, right? So we're going to examine the condition of slavery as it existed in Africa, Asia, the Americas, and Europe prior to 1619, right? You know, we're all told that our history starts at 1619. They got a whole website called the 1619 Project. Seems like the state of Florida is taking you back before 1619 to let you know what all led up to this. Clarification one, instruction includes how trading in slaves developed in the African lands. All right. Oh, look at this. The benign and the Dahomey. Dahomey. Remember, they made a movie about this. The 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 war what was that movie with um, what's her face? The um, what's that movie, man? It just came out like a year ago. What's what's that movie? The Warrior Queen or something like that? I don't know. Anyways, with, with old girl. What else? Uh, remember they were at, uh, damn it. What's the name of that? What's the name of that movie, y'all? Uh, 
Let me see. I got to look it up. It's going to stay in my head if I don't figure it out. What was it? Warrior. Warrior Queen. Yeah, Viola Davis movie. Viola Davis movies. What was that movie? Oh, yeah. The Woman King. Woman King. All right. Remember, The Woman King came out last year. This was about the uh this was about where we at the the homies the the homies <laughs> the the homie tribe right that's what this movie was about the the homie tribe they, they made their business enslaving other africans and selling them to the white man that was their business so florida's over here teaching you about that stuff right um Clarification two: Instruction includes the practice of uh, Barbary pirates and kidnapping Europeans and selling them into slavery in Muslim countries. Oh Lord, they're talking about Muslim slavery. This is the type of slavery we never learned about—the slavery that took place on the east coast of Africa, right? They teach you about the Muslim slave trade. Oh Lord, you never hear about that. We only hear about the West African slave trade, right? So it says you're going to learn about Barbary pirates and kidnapping Europeans and selling them into slavery in Muslim countries, the Muslim slave markets in North America, West Africa, Swahili coast, the Horn of Africa, Arabian Peninsula, Indian Ocean slave trade. Oh, Florida getting hella deep with it, y'all. Well, they going all over Africa like now nah, you niggas want to learn slavery. We finna go all over the continent. And tell you all about slavery from all every angle imaginable, right? That that's what Florida's doing, but they whitewashing history. They don't, they don't want nobody to learn about slavery. Clarification three: Instruction includes how slavery was utilized in Asian cultures, such as Sumerian law and the Indian caste system. Oh, they're getting deep up in here, right? This is where Kamala Harris family comes from. That Indian caste system, right? Clarification four, instruction includes the similarities between serfdom and slavery and emergence of the term slave in the experience of the Slavs. So in case you guys don't know, the word slave actually came about because a bunch of white folks from what was the country? Slavs. I don't know. But anyway, they were called Slavs. That's where the word slave actually comes from. They, they teach you about the, the, the etymology of the word. How did the words, who, who invented the word slave <laughs> is where they're getting deep with it. And this is all middle school stuff, right? Middle school, high school stuff. Uh, Yugoslavia. Thank you, uh, Jer uh, Jeremiah. Yugoslavia. You got clarification five. Instruction includes how slavery among indigenous peoples of the Americas was utilized prior to and after European colonization. Uh, they were talking about there was already slavery going on in the Americas. They're probably going to start, you know, chopping it up, you know, blaming some of these Native Americans and stuff like that. I don't know. It says you're going to analyze. All right, so we get to this section here. You're going to analyze the development of labor systems used uh, using indentured servitude contracts with English settlers and Africans in early Jamestown, Virginia. Clarification one. Instruction includes indentured servitude of poor English settlers and the extension of indentured servitude to the first Africans brought to Jamestown, Virginia by the Dutch in 1619. So now we get to the 1619 stuff that everybody likes to talk about. 
Clarification two, instruction includes the impact of the increased demand for land in the colonies and the effects of, on the cost of labor resulting from the shift of indentured servitude to slavery. Uh, clarification three, instruction includes the method by which indentured servants were able to own private property, farm crops, and make money, realizing the payout of property and supplies at the end of their contracts. So they're going to really explain the difference between an indentured servitude person and a slave. All right. What up, um, Degenerate? We're learning about black history in America. In case you're just tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, this document describes black history in the state of Florida, what's being taught, because the media says black history is being whitewashed. So we're going through it line by line, explaining what all is in this document and what's being taught. <clears throat> Clarification four, instruction includes the shift in attitude towards Africans as colonial America transitioned from indentured servitude to race-based hereditary slavery. Uh-oh, i.e. Anthony Johnson. Anybody know who Anthony Johnson is? And you got Jason Kaser. So in case you guys are like, well, who's Anthony Johnson? Anthony Johnson is, is uh, noted as being one of the first legal slave owners in America, and he just happens to be a black man who was a slave himself, if I'm not mistaken. That's who Anthony Johnson is. He is written down in history as being the first, one of the first, if not the first, legal slave owners in America, right? A black man. Some people don't believe it, but some people like to say he did it just to buy his family. I don't know, but he's, he's, he's in the history books, right? A black man. Clarification five, instruction includes the Virginia Code regarding slaves and servants of 1705. How many of y'all knew about this? Because I didn't, All right? So, I mean, they like getting really detailed with the, the uh, how slavery came to be, y'all. But they say that, you know, slavery is getting whitewashed and all that stuff. Okay. All right, next, it says, analyze the reciprocal roles of the triangular trade routes between Africa and the Western Hemisphere, Africa and Europe, and Europe and the Western Hemisphere. Clarification one, instruction includes the triangular trade and how this three-tiered system encouraged the use of slavery. Clarification two, instruction includes what made indentured servitude contracts a risky investment for colonists based on economic and social factors. Man, clarification three, instruction includes how the desire for knowledge of land cultivation and the rise in the production of tobacco and rice had a direct impact on the increased demand for slave labor and the importation of slaves into North America, i.e. the importation of Africans from the rice coast of Africa. So listen, I didn't even, how many of y'all knew about this, right? We're all just taught they just came over here just to, just to pick cotton. Well, according to this document, and remember, this document was put together by scholars and historians, uh, DeSantis did not write this document. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? This was put together by scholars and historians. So this document is saying slavery really started to kick up because America had an appetite for tobacco and rice. And so they went to African countries where these Negroes over there were, were experts at picking rice and growing rice and started trading, capturing them and trading them so that we can come feed America's appetite over here for tobacco and rice. All right. Then it says, examine the development of slavery and describe the conditions for Africans during their passage to America. Oh, so we're, we're going to talk about the actual transatlantic slave trade. Clarification one, instruction includes the triangular trade routes and the middle passage. Man, it seems like they're really going into detail with black history over here, y'all. Clarification two, instruction includes the causes for the growth and development of slavery, primarily in the southern colonies. Instruction includes percentages of African diaspora within the new world colonies. All right, then we get explain the significance of England sending convicts, vagabonds, and children to the colonies. It says instruction includes the reasons England sent convicts to the colonies and the impact it had on the lives of both the convicts and the colonists, i.e. prosecution for political reasons, theft, and deception. Instruction includes the English practice of enclosure and how it forced people to leave the lands, causing them to be without work and homes. Instruction includes the causes and consequences of England's forced child migration to the colonies. Uh, describe the harsh conditions in the Virginia colony. Instruction includes the uh, failures in early Jamestown, like disease, drought, conflicts with native populations, starvation, lack of clean water, education, religious expectations, lack of health care. Instruction includes how the Jamestown colony did not stabilize until the introduction of women. Oh, they even, they even giving women props up in here, y'all. What else? It says, compare the living conditions of slaves in British North American colonies, the Caribbean, Central America, and South America, including infant mortality rates. Man, they, they talking about slavery throughout the entire um, uh, Western Hemisphere. North all the way to South America. What were the, the, the uh, conditions, the living conditions of slaves here in the continental United States versus everybody else who was enslaved in this hemisphere? Clarification one, instruction includes the harsh conditions and their consequences on British American plantations, undernourishment, climate conditions, infant and child uh, mortality rates of the enslaved versus the free. Instruction includes the harsh conditions in the Caribbean plantations, poor nutrition, rigorous labor and disease. Instruction includes how slavery was sustained in the Caribbean, Dutch, Guyana and Brazil, despite overwhelming death rates. What page are we on, man? We got like, are we on page 10? We still got more to go, y'all. It says analyze the head right system in Jamestown, Virginia and other southern colonies. Uh, instruction includes the concept of the head right system. I don't even know what that is, including the uh, effect, including effects slaves codes, including effects slave codes had on it. Instruction includes specific head right settlers, Anthony Johnson, Mary Johnson. 
uh, evaluate how conditions for Africans changed in colonial North America from 1619 to 1776. Somebody says their Wi-Fi is acting up. That's the white man holding your internet back, the Democrat liberals, because they don't want you to know that Florida is going above and beyond to teach African-American history. All right, where we at? All right, here we go. Instruction includes both judicial and legislative actions during the colonial period. Instruction includes the history and development of slave codes in colonial North America, including the John Punch case of 1640. Instruction includes how slave codes resulted in an enslaved person becoming property with no rights. Okay. Evaluate efforts by groups to limit the expansion of race-based slavery in colonial America. Examine different events in which Africans resisted slavery. Uh, instruction includes the impact of revolts of the enslaved, such as the San Miguel de Guada, whatever that word is, slave rebellion of 1526, the New York City slave uprising of 1712. Uh, what else? What's going on, Telling Stewart? My uh, mulatto sister out there. Shout out to you. Uh, examine the significance of Ladinos. I've never heard of a Ladino, but these are Africans and Atlantic Creoles and Spanish explorers who laid claim to La Florida, uh, basically those who uh, settled Florida. Okay. Instruction includes how Spanish-controlled Florida attracted escaping slaves with the promise of freedom. All right, where we at? We're on page 11, y'all. We still, look, we're we 11 pages deep into this. Remember, if you're just tuning in, everybody in a mama is talking about Florida because they went to page six of this document and they read this one line that said slaves develop skills that they could apply for their personal benefit. Well, the great G. Dizzle is here to inform you. This is a 216-page document with the first 21 pages dedicated to African-American history, right? But if you go listen to the news, they, they, they out here whitewashing history in the state of, uh, whitewashing black history in the state of Florida. And I'm here to show y'all, well, where's the whitewash at? All right, moving on. It says, analyze events that involved or affected African descendants and changed the American economic, political, and social landscapes between 1776 and 1865. Describe the contributions of Africans to society, science, poetry, politics, oratory, literature, music, dance, Christianity, and exploration in the U.S. from 1776 to 1865, right? You listen to the news, we're told that, oh, they don't want to teach the real histories and, and, and what's going on. Man, they, they getting hella deep off into this thing, right? Instruction includes contributions of key figures and organizations such as Prince Hall. Y'all know I'm a Prince Hall Mason. Shout out to Prince Hall. Phyllis Wheatley, Benjamin Banneker, Richard Allen, the Free African Society, Ola Da, I can't even pronounce that, I don't know. 
Omar Saeed, Cujo Lewis, a bunch of people I don't I haven't heard of. Anna J. Kingsley. Instruction includes the role of black churches. We talking about the church, y'all. The African Methodist Episcopal AME Church, right? Let's see what y'all in here yapping about, right? Let's see. Uh, my fellow biracial up in here. She says, wow, the only slave revolt they taught us in school was Harriet Tubman. Oh, yeah. We ain't really learned about this stuff. Listen, I'm only on page 11, y'all. We don't went through 11 pages of stuff that I don't recall learning when I was in school. But the news is saying they whitewashing history. They're not teaching slavery, yada, yada, yada. This document is hella detailed with what the students are going to be learning. And like I say, this is important to me because I live in Florida. I'm from Florida. And I have a child that's in the third grade who's going to be a middle schooler pretty soon. This, this is going to impact him. They getting hella deep off into this stuff. All right. Moving on, it says, um, let me see, liberals don't like it because ain't no focus on booty rank. <laughs> yeah, so that was one of the major complaints. There's like, they don't want to teach black histories in the advanced AP class. Well, it's like DeSantis was like, we don't want to teach stuff that's politically motivated like, like LGBT stuff. Like, what does LGBT stuff have to do with black history? Yeah, there were probably some gay folks in there, but it ain't like that gay movement that you see today or whatever is not in alignment with black history in America, right? But that's the big fuss. All right, explain how slave codes were strengthened in response to Africans' resistance to slavery. Okay. I mean, they're teaching you that Africans were fighting back. And how this led to an even stronger response to enforce slavery. Like, they're getting hella detail with it. Instruction includes early laws that impacted slavery and resistance, such as Louisiana's Code Noir of 1724, the Stono Rebellion in 1739, South Carolina Slave Codes of 1740, Igbo Landing Mass Suicide of 1803. I ain't never heard of this. Who heard of the Igbo landing mass suicide of 1803? Clarification two: instruction includes foreign and domestic influences on the institution of slavery, such as the Haitian revolt, revolt, 1791 to 1804. Look, they talking about the Haiti revolt, y'all. The preliminary declaration from the Constitution of Haiti in 1805, the German Coast Uprising 1811, the Louisiana Revolt of 1811. Right, what up? No Keisha allowed podcast. Uh, says compare the influences of individuals and groups on social and political developments during the early national period. Instruction includes the varied experiences of Africans in the U.S. Instruction includes the consequences of Lord Dunmore Dunmore's actions in 1775 while serving as royal governor of Virginia. Instruction includes how African men, both enslaved and free participated in the Continental Army, uh, part of the 1st Rhode Island Regiment in Haitian Soldiers. Instruction includes the contributions of key figures, Crispus Attucks, Salem Poor, Jean-Baptiste Point du Sable, uh, Lemuel Haynes, Phyllis Wheatley, Richard Allen, James Armistad, Lafayette. 
examine political actions of the Continental Congress regarding the practice of slavery. Instruction includes examples of how the members of the Continental Congress made attempts to end or limit slavery, such as the first draft of the Declaration of Independence that blamed King uh, George III for sustaining the slave trade in the colonies. Did y'all know that? Who knew that? I didn't know that. Who knew that? Who knew that the Continental Congress made attempts to end or limit slavery in the first draft of the Declaration of Independence blamed King George III for sustaining the slave trade in the colonies? This is my first time ever hearing that. The cause of the Continental Congress for the end of involvement in the international slave trade, the constitutional provision allowing for congressional action in 1808. All right. So if you're just tuning in, we are learning about Florida State Academic Standards Social Studies 2023 as it directly affects African-American history because the media all the way up to Kamala Harris and all of them are saying that Florida is whitewashing history because they went to page six and read one line that stated that slaves may have benefited from the skills that they have learned. This one line created all these headlines. This is a 216-page document, and the first 21 pages or so are dedicated to what students are to learn in the state of Florida as it relates to African-American history. So far, I'm on page 12. We're reading line by line everything that Florida is teaching. All right, so getting back to this. So we're examining the political actions of the Continental Congress regarding the practice of slavery. Uh, I already read that. Okay. Examine how federal and state laws shaped the lives and rights for enslaved and free Africans in the 18th and 19th centuries. It says instruction includes how different states passed laws that gradually led to the abolition of slavery in northern states, uh, such as the gradual abolition laws, Rhode Island statutes, uh, 1728, 65, 75, Pennsylvania, 1779, etc., and states abolishing slavery like Vermont, 1777. Clarification two instruction includes the constitutional provisioning regarding fugitive per persons. Instruction includes the ramifications of the Dred Scott versus Sanford decision. Analyze the provisions under the Articles of Confederation and the Constitution regarding slavery. Says uh, instruction includes how slavery increased through natural reproduction, i.e. they were forcing slaves to mate with one another. We all know that. And the smuggling of human contraband in spite of the desire of the Continental Congress to end the importation of slavery. Instruction includes how the Northwest Ordinance of 1785 provided a mechanism for selling and settling the land and laid the foundations of land policy until passage of the Homestead Act of 1862. Instruction includes the political issues regarding slavery that were addressed in the Northwest Ordinance of 1787. Instruction includes the three-fifths compromise as an agreement between delegates from the Northern and Southern states in the Continental Congress of 1783 and taken up anew at the United States Constitutional Convention of 1787 that required three-fifths of the slave population be counted for determining direct taxation 
and representation in the House of Representatives. This is all the stuff that they're teaching in the state of Florida when it comes to black history, y'all. All right, moving on. It says, analyze the contributions of founding principles of liberty, justice, and equality in the quest to end slavery. Instruction includes the principles found in historical documents, such as the Declaration of Independence, as approved by the Continental Congress in 1776. Chief Justice William Cushing's notes regarding the Quack Walker case, petition to the Massachusetts legislature on January 13, 1777, Constitution of Massachusetts, 1780, Constitution of Kentucky, 1792, Northwest Ordinance, 1785, uh, Northwest Ordinance, 1787, uh, let's see, Southwest Ordinance, 1790, Petition from the Pennsylvania Society for the Abolition of Slavery, 1790. Petition of Free Blacks of Philadelphia, 1800. United States Congress Act prohibiting the importation of slaves of 1808. Also, instruction includes the contributions of key figures in the quest to end slavery as the nation was founded, such as Elizabeth Mumbet Freeman, George Washington, Alexander Hamilton, Benjamin Franklin, and John Jay examine the range of variety of specialized roles performed by slaves, but we whitewashing history, y'all. They going into ridiculous detail with this. I don't even think Hidden Colors went into this much detail. It says instruction includes the trade of slaves, musicians, healers, blacksmiths, carpenters, shoemakers, weavers, tailors, sawyers. Hostlers, what's what is a hostler? A hostler, I don't even know what hostler, I don't even know what that is. Silversmith, cobblers, wheelwrights, wig makers, milliners, painters, and coopers. I don't even know what a cooper is. Instruction includes the variety of location slave work, such as homes, farms, onboard ships, uh, onboard ships in the shipbuilding industry. Explain how early abolitionist movements advocated for the civil rights of Africans in America. Instruction includes uh, leading advocates and arguments for civil rights, John Jay, Alexander Hamilton, and Benjamin Rush. Instruction includes the abolitionists and anti-slavery organizations. You got Pennsylvania Abolition Society, New York Manumission Society, the Free African Society, Maryland Society for Promoting the Abolition of Slavery and the Relief of Free Negroes and Other Unlawfully Held in Bondage and Pennsylvania Society for Promoting the Abolition of Slavery. Evaluate the abolitionist movement and its leaders and how they contributed in different ways to eliminate slavery. Instruction includes different abolitionist leaders and how their approaches to abolition differed such as William Lloyd Garrison, Frederick Douglass, Abe Lincoln, Thaddeus Stevens, Sojourner Truth, Jonathan Walker, Albion, don't know how to say that, Harriet Tubman, Harriet Beecher Stowe, William Wilberforce from the UK, and Vincent Guerrero from Mexico. Instruction includes how Abe Lincoln's views on abolition evolved over time. Instruction includes the relationship between William Lloyd Garrison and Frederick Douglass, and their respective approaches to abolition. Instruction includes the efforts in the creation of the 13th Amendment. Instruction includes different abolition groups and how they relate it to other causes, such as women's suffrage, temperance movements. 
Instruction includes the efforts of the American Colonization Society towards the founding of Liberia and its relationship to the struggle to to the struggle to end slavery in the U.S. Wow, they're even talking about the formation of Liberia. In case you guys don't know, Liberia was a country founded in Africa specifically for freed, uh, specifically for American slaves. Basically, they wanted to send everybody back to Africa, and that's where they were going to relocate us. And I believe you have, I, be, I want to say, those of us who descended from slaves, I believe we actually can qualify for dual citizenship in Liberia today. And English is the national language in uh, Liberia, in case you didn't know. Uh, yeah, they were going to send us back, but we didn't get sent back because <laughs> a lot of us didn't want to leave, right? It says, describe the impact the Society of Friends had on the abolition of slavery. Instruction includes the relationship between the abolitionist movement involving the Quakers in both England and the U.S. Instruction includes how the use of pamphlets assisted the Quakers in their abolitionist efforts. Instruction includes key figures and actions made within the Quaker abolition efforts in North Carolina. Whew, we still going, y'all. Explain how the Underground Railroad and its conductors successfully relocated slaves to free states in Canada. Instruction includes the leaders of the Underground Railroad, like Harriet Tubman, Garrett Smith, Levi Coffin, John Rankin family, William Lambert, and William Still. Like most of y'all probably never heard of these other people. All we know is Harriet Tubman. <laughs> Instruction includes the methods of escape and routes taken by the conductors of the Underground Railroad. Look, you finna get into detail about how this thing actually went. But they ain't teaching black history in the state of Florida, according to the media, y'all. Oh, they getting hella deep off in this document. For those you want to know, this is what I'm reading, the Florida State Academic Standards Social Studies. We're learning about what they're going to be teaching in African-American history. And so far, I'm on page 14. Instruction includes how the South tried to prevent slaves from escaping and their efforts to end the Underground Railroad. Instruction includes how the Underground Railroad and the abolitionist movement assisted each other toward ending slavery. Moving on, we're going to explain how the rise of cash crops accelerated the growth of the domestic slave trade in the United States. Whew, man, they're getting hella deep off into this, y'all. Instruction includes the regions where cotton was produced. Instruction includes the purpose and impact of Eli Whitney's cotton gin. Instruction includes how the demand for slave labor resulted in a large forced migration. Instruction includes debates over the westward expansion of slavery, such as the Louisiana Purchase, Missouri Compromise, the Wilmot Proviso, the Compromise of 1850, and the Kansas-Nebraska Act. We're going to compare the actions of Nat Turner. Uh-oh, we learned about Nat Turner up in here. We're going to compare the actions of uh, Nat Turner, John Brown, and Frederick Douglass, and the direct responses to their efforts to end slavery. Describe the effects uh, produced by asylum offered to slaves by Spanish Florida. Instruction includes the significance of Fort Mose as the first free African community in the United States and the role it and the Seminole tribe played in the Underground Railroad. Instruction includes the role of Florida and larger Gulf Coast region uh, in the War of 1812 as the British offered liberation to slaves. 
described Florida colonies that existed between the colonial period through the acquisition of Florida with the Adams Owners Treaty of 1819, which was called the Transcontinental Treaty and ratified in 1821. Man, I need some water. <laughs> It says, identify significant events, figures, and contributions that shaped African-American life from 1865 to 1954. Now we're getting closer and closer to modern day times. We're going all the way to the civil rights, y'all. But Day's whitewashing black history. Day's not teaching history in Florida. DeSantis is racist. Go type in Florida DOE slavery. For those of y'all who might be just tuning in, go click on this link right here. It's going to pop up this document right here. The first 21 pages or so is all about what they're going to be teaching as far as African-American history is concerned. And so far, I'm on page 15. And we don't learn. Uh, they, they, they're going to be teaching. These, these kids are going to be extremely educated on African-American history, if you want my opinion. They need to take this stuff and, and, and turn it into the new hidden colors. All right. It says analyze the changing social and economic roles of African-Americans during the Civil War and the exodus of 1879. Instruction includes the status of slaves, escaped slaves and free blacks during the Civil War. Instruction includes examining the roles and efforts of black nurses, soldiers, spies, scouts and slaves during the Civil War. Excuse me. Instruction includes the significant role of African-Americans in the armed forces, such as the 51st, uh, 54th Massachusetts Volunteer Infantry, 13th U.S. Colored Troops, Buffalo Soldiers, Sergeant William Carney, Private Kathy, Kathy, or Kathy Williams, and Harriet Tubman. Instruction includes the establishment and efforts of the Freedmen's Bureau. Instruction includes the Exo exodusters, ex, I don't know, is that how you say that? Exodusters and their influence on American culture. I don't even know what that is. They were going to examine social contributions of African Americans post Civil War. I need to get some water up in here, man. I'm getting hella thirsty. Yeah, they over here concerned about. They's not teaching LGBT stuff, so they don't teach history. Man, they're getting hella deep off into this in, in the state of Florida. All right, where we at? So examine the social contributions of African-Americans post-Civil War. Instruction includes how the war effort helped propel civil rights for African-Americans from the early civil rights movement of 1865 to 1896 to the modern-day civil rights movement demanding uh, the American promise of justice, liberty, and equality, i.e. the 13th and 14th and 15th Amendments. Instruction includes the founding of HBCU. Shout out to Tuskegee University. That's where I went. Instruction includes fraternal and sor uh, sorority organizations. They even finna talk about the Black Greeks, y'all. Listen, these kids are finna learn about the Divine Nine, y'all. The Alphas, the Qs, the Sigmas and the Kappas and all that. You know, Kevin Samuels was a Kappa. My younger brother's a Kappa. So examine the importance of sacrifices, contributions, and experiences of African-Americans during wartime from the Spanish-American War through the Korean War. 
Construction includes the contributions of African-American soldiers during World War One, such as the 369th Infantry Regiment or the Harlem Hellfighters, the 370th Infantry Regiment, Sergeant Henry Johnson and Corporal Freddie Stowers. Uh, instruction includes the heroic actions displayed by the Tuskegee Airmen during World War II, such as General Charles McGee, General Benjamin O. Davis, General Daniel Chappie James, uh, Captain Roscoe C. Brown, First Lieutenant Lucius Theus, Charles Alfred Chief Anderson, and James Pokinghorn. Instruction includes the contributions of African-American women to the World War, uh, to World War I and World War II, such as the 6888, uh, however you say that, Central Postal Directory Battalion, or the 6888, there you go, the 6888, Lieutenant Colonel Charity Edna Admin Adams, Addie W. Hutton, Catherine M. Johnson, and Helen Curtis. We learned about a whole bunch of people I ain't never heard of. Evaluate the relationship of various ethnic groups to African Americans. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Listen to this. Evaluate the relationship of various ethnic groups to African-Americans' access to rights, privileges, and liberties in the U.S. So now we're talking about all the immigrants who came to America after black folks started getting some civil rights. Now we, uh-oh, they going into Yvette Carnell's uh, territory over here, right? But they don't, but Florida don't teach nothing. They's whitewashing histories. They don't want you to know the histories in Florida. Oh, they getting hella deep off in here. What are we talking about? says instruction includes the landmark United States Supreme Court cases affecting African-Americans, the slaughterhouse cases, uh, Yikwo versus Hopkins, Plessy versus Ferguson. Instruction includes the influence of white and black political fig, uh, leaders who fought on behalf of African-Americans and state and national legislators and courts. Instruction includes how organizations, individuals, legislation and literature contributed to the movement for equal rights in the u.s sojourner true frederick douglas carter g woodson henry henry beard delaney, delaney emma beard delaney and hiram rhodes rebels instruction includes how whites who supported reconstruction policies for free blacks after the civil war white southerners being called scalawags and white northerners being called carpetbaggers were targeted uh-oh, they talking about how the white man was targeted for trying to help black folks, y'all. Explain the struggles faced by African-American women in the 19th century as it relates to issues of suffrage, business, and access to education. Instruction includes the role of African-American women in politics, business, and education during the 19th century. Mary B. Talbert, Ida B. Wells, Sojourner Truth, and, and, and uh, Ain't I a Woman. Describe the emergence, growth, deconstruction, and rebuilding of black communities during Reconstruction and beyond. Oh, we get into some, some uh, Black Wall Street talk, y'all. Instruction includes the ramifications of prejudice, racism, and stereotyping on individual freedoms, the civil rights cases, black codes, Jim Crow laws, lynchings, Columbia Exposition of 1893, Instruction includes acts of violence perpetuated against and by African-Americans, but is not limited to the 1906 Atlanta race riot, 
1919 Washington, D.C. race riot, 1920, a Coey massacre. In case you guys don't know where Coey is, that's down here in Orlando, Florida. In case you guys don't know that. Coey is in Orlando, so we had a race riot down here. 1921, Tulsa massacre, and the 1923, Rosewood. And Rosewood is in Florida as well. They actually made a movie about this, in case you guys don't remember. 1923, Rosewood massacre. Now, this was another line that made the news right here. Right. In instruction includes acts of violence perpetuated against and by they don't like this line right here and by Africans. Right. So all these race riots right here, we all know why they were started, but there were some instances in these race riots was niggas was cutting up and, and turning up too, right. That that's what happened. Basically, if you listen to, to the to the talking heads out here, they just want you to they want you to think that. Black folks were just getting beat down and nobody was fighting back. Nobody was riding out there doing what they had to do to try to protect stuff. Um, that's not that's not true. You, you can even go look at the Tulsa massacre. I believe, um, if I'm not mistaken, after the white folks, after they had caught that dude, they accused of messing with that white woman on the elevator. And they were going to hang. They were going to kill that dude and hang him. A bunch of black people strapped up and went down to the courthouse and demanded that the black dude, I can't remember what his name is, uh, be free. And then something happened and somebody got shot. And then all of a sudden, that's that's what kicked off the race riot in Tulsa Massacre. But it initially was black folks strapped up, went down to the courthouse and demanded that that black person be free for being uh, accused of messing with that white woman in the elevator. And then, like I say, somebody, some words got exchanged and somebody got shot. And then that's how the whole thing kicked up from there. All right. Uh, instruction includes communities such as Lincolnville in Florida, Tallahassee in Oklahoma, and Eatonville in Florida. Once again, Eatonville is part of the Orlando area. It's literally like probably 15 minutes up the street from where I live. Uh, examine economic developments of and for African Americans post-World War I, including the spending power and the development of black businesses and innovations. Uh, let's see. Uh, instruction includes leaders who advocated differing economic viewpoints. Market? Are they talking about Marcus Garvey, your boy, uh, 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 Umar Johnson's uh, favorite historian, right? Uh, favorite person in history. So Marcus Garvey, Booker T. Washington, Tuskegee Institute. That's where I went to college at. W.E.B. Du Bois uh, National Association or the NAACP. Instruction includes the double duty dollar campaign as an economic movement to encourage community self-sufficiency. Uh-oh, this is uh we need to spend our monies with other black folks. They're going to be talking about that stuff too, y'all. Ain't that amazing? Ain't that amazing? My grandfather was lynched in La Coochie, Florida in 1957, just west of Orlando. Wow, sad. Sorry to hear that. Wow. Uh, instruction includes the impact of Freedman Savings and Trust Company. Instruction includes uh, the contributions of black innovators, entrepreneurs, and organizations to the development and growth of black businesses and innovations. The National Negro Business League, the National Urban League, Universal Negro Improvement and Association, the NAACP, Annie Malone, Madam C.J. Walker. Negro Motorist Green Book. Remember, they made a movie about the Green Book, in case y'all didn't know that. 
Charles uh, Richard Patterson of C.R. Patterson and Sons, Suzanne Shank, and Reginald F. Lewis. Examine political developments of and for African Americans in a post-World War I period. Instruction includes landmark ca uh, court cases affecting African Americans. Instruction includes the ramifications of President Franklin uh, D. Roosevelt's New Deal from 1933 to 1945 on African Americans. Instruction includes the effects of the election of African Americans to national offices such as Oscar D. Priest. We're going to examine the various factors that led to and the consequences of the Great Migration. So all you Negroes from Chicago, all y'all relatives are down there in Mississippi somewhere. All niggas from Chicago are from Mississippi, in case y'all didn't know. Uh, instruction includes the push and pull factors of the Great Migration, race riots, socioeconomic factors, political rights, how African-Americans suffered infringement of rights through racial oppression, segregation and discrimination they talk about all this stuff right instruction includes the great migration and its influence on um, american culture such as political realignment and dealignment instruction includes how the transition from rural to urban led to opportunities and challenges you got emmett j scott uh, whose letters of negro migrants jacob lawrence who wrote the migration of the negro redlining 1935 Harlem race riot, broad increase in economic competition. You're going to learn about, you're going to describe the Harlem Renaissance and examine contributions from African-American artists, musicians, writers, and their lasting influence on American culture. Examine and analyze the impact and achievements of African-American women in the fields of education, journalism, science, industry, the arts, as, uh, and as writers and orators in the 20th century, analyze the impact and contributions of African-American role models as inventors, scientists, industrialists, educators, artists, athletes, politicians, and physicians in the 19th and early 20th centuries and explain the significance of their work on American society. Uh, they getting deep. I mean, listen, there's whitewashing histories. Shit. They go on above and beyond, if you ask me. Explain how World War II was an impetus for the modern civil rights movement. Instruction includes how World War II helped to break down the barriers of segregation. You have the 1948 Executive Order 9981, Executive Order 8802, signed by Franklin D. Roosevelt, Tuskegee Airmen, the Double V Campaign, and James G. Thompson. Examine key figures and events from Florida that affected African-Americans. Instruction includes key events that occurred in Florida during the 19th century, such as the Battle of Olusti. Instruction includes early examples of African-American playwrights, novelists, poets, actors, politicians, and merchants. Jonathan C. Gibbs, uh, Josiah Walls, Robert Meacham, Blanche Armwood, Mary McLeod Bethune, uh, Harry T. Moore, Harry, Harriet Moore, James Weldon Johnson. Instruction includes the settlements of forts, towns, and communities by African Americans and its impact on the state of Florida post-Civil War, Fort Pickens, Eatonville, and Lincolnville. All right, what are we talking about now? So we're going to analyze the economic, political, legal, and social advancements of African Americans and their contributions 
and sacrifices to American life from 1954 to the present, including factors that influenced them. So now we're going from 1954 to present day. This is this is what the state of Florida is teaching when it comes to African-American history. The first 21 pages, you go back and rewind this video. These jokers was talking about what happened before slavery. They was talking about you're going to learn about uh, the Muslim slave trade. We learned we learned we, we everything that happened before slavery and what kicked off slavery and why slavery was what it was like. They getting hella deep with it. Are right, you going to analyze the influences and contributions of African-American musical pioneers? Instruction includes significant musical styles created and performed by African-American musicians. Analyze the influence and contribution of African-Americans to film. Instruction includes uh, Oscar. I can't pronounce his last name films as an influential component of the modern civil rights movement and future film industry, the Lincoln Moore picture company, George P Johnson, Noble Johnson, Spike Lee, Sidney Portier, Melvin Van Peebles, Julia Dash, William Packer, and Hattie McDaniel. I believe Hattie McDaniel was the first black woman or black person to win an Oscar. And I think when she won, she wasn't even allowed to sit with the white people. Like she had to sit in the back or in the balcony or something like that. Which y'all know her from Gone with the Wind and all that stuff. Uh, examine the importance of sacrifices, contributions, and experiences of African-Americans during military service from 1954 to present. Analyze the course, consequence, and influence of the modern civil rights movement. Instruction includes the early civil rights movement from 1865 to 1896 to the modern era civil rights movement and define the modern era civil rights movement as an economic, social, and political movement from 1945 to 1968. So you're going to hear some speeches. You're going to learn about some legislation. You're going to learn about Martin Luther King Jr. and John Lewis. Instruction includes the events that led to the writing of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Instruction includes the March on Washington and its influence on public policy. And then, then we're going to compare differing organizational approaches to achieving uh, equality in America. So we, we still learn about black history, y'all. Instruction includes the immediate and lasting effects of modern civil rights organizations, the NAACP, the Congress of Racial Equality, Southern Christian Leadership Conference, Student or SNCC, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, the Black Panther Party, Highlander Folk School, and Religious Institutions. Instruction includes different methods used by coalitions, freedom, freedom rides, wade-ins, sit-ins, boycotts, protests, marches, voter registration drives, and media relations. We're going to examine organizational approaches to resisting equality in America. So now you're going to learn about the people who didn't want it. Instruction includes the immediate and lasting effects of organizations that sought to resist achieving American equality, such as state legislators that had a problem with it, the KKK, white citizen council, law enforcement agencies, elected officials such as the Pork Chop Gang. I've never heard of the Pork Chop Gang. Private school consortiums, Mississippi State Sovereignty Commission. 
Basically, these are all the white folks who had an issue with black people. You're going to learn about them, too. Instruction includes different methods used by coalitions, white primaries, acts of violence, unjust laws such as poll taxes, literacy tests, sundown laws, anti-miscegenation laws. Instruction includes commentary on just and unjust laws. You got the letter from Birmingham jail. I have a dream speech. Chief Justice Earl Warren's ruling opinion on Loving versus Virginia and commentary from Senator Everett Dickerson, uh, Dickerson Dirksen. Uh, explain the struggles and successes for access to equal education uh, opportunities for African-Americans. Instruction includes how African-Americans were impacted by the 1954 Brown versus Board of Education decision and overturn Plessy versus Ferguson. Instruction includes Ruby Bridges, James Meredith, Little Rock Nine, 1971 Swan versus Charlotte, Mecklenburg Board of Education, and 1978 Regents of the University of California versus Bake. Instruction includes the evolution of HBCUs to include land-grant status and liberal arts studies. Instruction includes local court cases impacting equal education opportunities for African-Americans. Uh, analyze the contributions of African-Americans to the fields of science or STEM, uh, science, technology, engineering, and math. Examine the key people who helped shape modern civil rights movement, MLK, Claudette Coven. Y'all don't know who Claudette Coven is. Claudette Coven was the original Rosa Parks, but due to... Uh, some issues that the people of the time felt they felt her image wasn't sufficient. So they went ahead and rolled with Rosa Parks, but she was the original Rosa Parks case. You don't know. And Claudette Coven, I believe she's, I think she's still alive. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Rosa Parks, Stokely Carmichael, Fannie Lou Hammer, freedom riders, a Philip Randolph, Malcolm X, uh, Justice Thurgood Marshall, Mammy Till Moby, Diana Nash, Coretta Scott King, John Lewis, and Megra Evers. So you're going to learn about all these people. Instruction includes local individuals and civil rights movements. All right. We're going to identify key legislation and the politicians and political figures who advance American equality and representative democracy. Instruction includes political figures who shaped the modern civil rights efforts. You got Arthur Allen Fletcher, Dwight D. Eisenhower, John F. Kennedy, Lyndon B. Johnson, Richard Nixon, Senator Everett Dirksen, Mary, McC Mary McCloy Bethune, Shelby Steele, Thomas Sowell. Uh-oh, they got our man Thomas Sowell up in here. Representative John Lewis, Thomas Sowell still alive. He got a YouTube channel. Go look him up. I think somebody takes excerpts from his books and they turn it into uh, YouTube videos. You got instruction includes key legislation, the Civil Rights Act of 57, 60, 64, 67, and 72, uh, Title VII and the Voting Rights Act of 65. Analyze the role of famous African-Americans who contributed to the visual and performing arts, the Florida Highwaymen, uh, Marianne Anderson, Alvin Ailey, and Misty Copeland. They we're going to analyze the economic, political, legal, and social experiences of African-Americans and their contributions and sacrifice to American life from 1960 to the present. Instruction includes the use of statistical census data between 1960 to the present, comparing African-American participation in higher education, voting, poverty rates, income, family structure. Uh-oh, not the family structure, 
incarceration rates. Uh-oh, when we're talking about these pookie and the number of political servants. Instruction includes the Great Society's influence on the African-American experience. Instruction includes, but is not limited to, African-American pioneers in the field. You'll learn about Barack. You'll learn about Kamala Harris, Colin Powell, Condoleezza Rice, Kataji Brown-Jackson, Clarence Thomas, Shirley Chisholm, Arthur Ashe, and Ronald McNair. We're going to examine key events and persons related to society, economics, and politics in Florida as they influence African-American experiences. Instruction includes events and figures related to society, economics, and politics in Florida. The Florida Supreme Court Justice Joseph W. Hatchett, uh, Florida Supreme Court Justice Peggy A. Quince, Gwen Cherry, Carrie Meek, JoLaine Kershaw, uh, Arnett, E, whatever that person's last name is, Zora Near Hurston, Alice Walker, Philip Randolph, the, Tallah the Tallahassee boy bus boycott of 1956. How many of y'all heard about the Tallahassee bus boycott? We all know about the Montgomery bus boycott, but who knew about the Tallahassee? Axe Hanley Saturday, St. Augustine, summer of 1964. Something happened in St. Augustine. Uh, Instruction includes the integration of the University of Florida. Instruction should include local people, organizations, historic sites, cemeteries, and events. All right, y'all. I think that's it. So this next section we're not going to read. I think that's when it goes into civics and government, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no. We're still in the African-American stuff. I thought we was just, where we at? Hold up. Let me see. Let me see. I'm tired of reading. Jesus. Let's see. Oh, you're going to talk about, oh, look at this. Recognize African-American inventors. Lonnie Johnson. Anybody know who Lonnie Johnson is? Lonnie Johnson went to Tuskegee. He's a Tuskegee University graduate. But Lonnie Johnson is the inventor of the super soaker, y'all. You're like, huh? Remember the super soaker? Who remembers this? This thing that was real popular in the 90s back in the day. But guess what? Lonnie Johnson, a brother who graduated from Tuskegee University, he invented it. In case you didn't know. That's the inventor of the super soaker right there. A NASA scientist. <laughs> so you're going to learn about Lonnie Johnson. All right, I think that's it. So what do we just do? In case you're just tuning in. Everybody's crying about the state of Florida. You go click on these headlines. People are mad. Oh, this, they're, they're whitewashing history. They're not teaching the full history of black people in Florida because they don't want to talk about LGBT stuff and BLM stuff. And they said slaves learned a, a useful skill, which they actually did. I mean, yeah, they learned it in an inhumane way, but they still learned a useful skill. So what did G. Dizzle do? I just typed in Florida Department of Education and Slavery. I clicked on the actual link to the Florida Department of Education. This link right here, it pulled up this document, 216 pages. The first 21 or so pages are dedicated to African-American history. You go back and rewind this video. 
they literally go into extreme detail for some doubt for some doggone middle schoolers, y'all. This thing has to expand into high school. They they go into extreme detail about how slavery started, be, uh, what was going on in Africa, all over the continent that led to the slave trade, all these various laws that came about that led to uh, American chattel slavery, why it was kept up, who was against it, what happened, historical key figures. I mean, they go into extreme detail. Slave codes. But everybody's crying about this line right here on page six. Instruction includes how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. So you mean to tell me a slave learning how to do some blacksmithing work, learning how to tailor or do some carpentry? You mean to tell me that that can't be applied towards their personal benefit, especially the slaves that were freed and were alive during Reconstruction? And then they could take those skills and go out there and enter the workforce and, you know, try to get some things popping. I mean, we all like to talk about how black folks built up Black Wall Street. Well, who taught those people how to build Black Wall Street, y'all? All them, all them successful black folks building them buildings and businesses and, and all that stuff. Who taught them black folks that? It was probably other black folks a generation or so before them. Who were probably enslaved or were children of slaves that learned these skill sets and they were able to pass it on to that current generation who was able to take that knowledge and apply it but then that's when uh the, the unions came about white folks developed the unions because they was like wow these black folks out here whipping our ass with the skills and resources we need some unions so we could prevent these black folks from taking all the damn jobs from the white man that's how the unions came about. So, yeah, it was a per it could be it could be looked at as a personal benefit. Nobody's saying that slavery was beneficial, but they did learn skills in slavery. So, we just went through all that. I just wanted to highlight that because listen, I'm from Florida, born here, live here and will die here. <laughs> that's that's the plan. I have kids in school. I want to know what they're learning. I'm tired of turning on the news every other day and somebody's talking greasy about the state of Florida and what they claim is happening. But the problem is nobody ever reads this stuff. Nobody is going to pull this document up and actually read it. You'll have these news pundits. They'll read one or two lines and be like, see, they don't want to teach nothing. I just went through 21 pages of what they are going to be teaching. And it's hella bliggity. This thing is more detailed than Tariq Nasheed's Hidden Colors. You ain't going to get Tariq Nasheed ain't even going to dedicate this much time to this stuff. They get ridiculously detailed up in here. So they're going to be learning all types of stuff. A whole bunch. Of, I might have to go. Look, some of us might have to go sit in the classes with our kids and learn this stuff, too. That's just how deep this stuff gets. So anyways, I just wanted to share that with y'all. I'm going to drop the link to this in here in case any of y'all want to go look it up yourself and read it and pass it on. But there's the link. Right? There is the link to that article. If you want to check it out yourself, like I say, it is the first 21 pages 
are dedicated to African-American history and what the, the, the children's, the babies, are scheduled to learn starting uh, this school year, moving forward. First 21 pages, y'all. Oh, so that's what these codes meant. So the subject, the grade level, okay. I didn't know what these numbers meant. So, okay, so this is what the first graders are learning. Then the second graders, okay, so that's what these numbers meant. The third, because I was wondering, like, wow, that's a lot. So we get all the way up to the fifth graders, sixth grade, the eighth grade. Okay, now with, I'll see what those numbers mean. I didn't pay attention to that. So, yeah, so they starting off in first grade, going all the way up to, like, eighth grade and stuff. So y'all go check that out. Get your learn on if you so choose to. But I just want to share that with y'all because these liberals and these Democrats are full of crap. Their main mission in life is to keep you dumb and ignorant so you can go vote them in and they never do anything for you. Now, that's not to say that the Republicans are any better, but I got more faith in the Republicans than I do Democrats. And I can say, I just read to you 21 pages. My mouth is dry as hell right now. My food is cold because I'm out while I go get some, go get me something to eat. And I'm, I'm in here reading freaking Florida standards to you all. But I just read it to you. Nobody's, listen, you're probably not going to find anybody that's going to, I went through line by line, 21 pages, read damn near every word of everything that they're going to be teaching in the state of Florida. So when you see these articles talking about all this crazy crap, talking about it's a, like, like this article right here, Florida Board of Education approves new black history standards that critics call a big step backwards. For those of y'all who were listening, what was a big step backwards about what I read? They went into extreme detail because what it is in Florida this is what all this stuff that I read, these teachers have to abide by this stuff or they can be fired. Like they can't just go out there and start freestyling. That's that's not how it works in Florida. If you don't stick to the quote unquote script of what you're supposed to teach, you can get terminated. Like they don't play that crap down here in Florida. Right. So if they say, hey, you got to describe uh European explorers with the uh, systematic slave trading in Africa. You got to talk about it. You can't just start freestyling like, oh, that didn't happen. No, you have to pull up your links and resources and you got to go through all this crap to talk about it. Or else they will fire you. And they don't fire a lot of teachers. Y'all see them on TikTok. Go on TikTok and look at all the teachers getting fired. All the teachers on TikTok from Florida that get fired most of them are LGBT uh, of the LGBT persuasion because they want to be in the schools talking about what they do in their personal bedrooms and, and, and how they like to get how they like their their kibbles and bits to, the jingle at night. That's what they want to talk about. That's why they're getting fired. And then they start making these stupid TikTok videos talking about don't say gay. If you go look at the so-called don't say gay bill, the bill is called the parental rights bill or education something like that in the bill it doesn't make it doesn't single out one gay person it says you can't be in there talking about 
uh, uh, relationships, adult relationships, whether they're heterosexual or homosexual. They don't like they don't want you talking about that stuff at all outside of this is how babies are born are, are created. You can talk about it like that, but you can't get into this whole. Well, it's OK to love who you want to love and be with who you want to be with. No, you can't talk about that crap. And that's once again, that's that's even heterosexual people can't go in there talking about that crap. But of course, the media is going to be like, oh, they're just singling out gay peoples. I got a, I got a so-called friend that lives here. This white chick, she's, she's one of these Looney Tune liberals. She got a she got a a, a transgender son, y'all. Her, her son wants to be a girl. So she put on Facebook the other day this long post blasting the father of her kids, her ex-husband. Because apparently he don't went off and got with a new chick and he ain't paying child support. She put up like five paragraphs. I read every single sentence, right? Because I, I was like, damn, you really out here just blast like I guess. But in her in her little in her little rant to her ex-husband. She ain't there talking about how Florida is going through a, tra a, a, a transgender genocide. And she's like, don't you have any concern for your children, especially your transgender child? Where well, we live in a state that's going through a transgender genocide. I'm like, what is this chick talking about? Ain't nobody out here messing with no damn transgenders. They just don't want you. They don't. They just don't want you. Uh. They, they just don't want grown-ass men walking around in thongs reading, reading books to little kids. <laughs> That's what they don't want in Florida. You can go be a transgender and live your, trans, your wildest transgender life, but you can't be out here doing strip teases for little kids. You can't be out here in a thong and high heels and you got a, 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 some kibbles and bits between. You can't be in a thong and high heels, period. Male or female, natural or trans reading books to kids because listen i can't take my children to the strip club y'all i can't take my eight-year-old boy to the strip club so he can so he can look at some some big booty chicks sliding up and down the pole that want to come over there and read him a damn uh, uh story or something like that but you can take your kids to transgender story time and they got a grown ass man with hairy ass legs and cocking balls all over the place, squeezed inside of a damn, uh, some damn panties who want to read your child a story. Or you go to one of these freaking, one of these freaking LGBT pride parades. They got grown ass people walking around booty bucket naked in front of children, y'all. Booty bucket naked. What is, what is so prideful about that? Because when you tell these people that, they be like, oh, you're trying the genocide. You want to get rid of us. It's like, no, you can go do your, because listen, there's this, there's this hotel in, in Orlando. I think it's closed down. It was around, let me see. It's called the Parliament House, right? The Parliament House. This is a notorious hotel in Orlando. I don't think it's around anymore. Is it still around? Let me look. Oh, they let me see. All right, so they closed in 2020. This is off of um uh Orange Blossom Trail. This hotel been around for years. 
This hotel is no this is the this hotel is notorious for people who want to go get their who want to go get their LGBT experience on. Like everybody knows that's where if you want if you want to go out there and experiment and 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 you know dibble and dabble on the other side of things, that's the spot for you to go. Everybody knows that. Nobody ever messes with them people. When this hotel was open, nobody was over there pulling a kick dough, trying to round them up, harassing people. These people just come and go into the hotel, do as they please. Ain't nobody messing with these people. So there is no freaking, there is no freaking genocide or anything going against gay. They just don't want you over here messing with children, man. Let these kids grow up. And become legal adults before you start trying to put the put the heebie-jeebies on them. Before you start trying to transition them. You can't even get a goddamn tattoo under the age of 18 legally, but you can but you can slice your little banana off and and, and start taking hormone pills or to, to uh restrict your hormones and all that crap. You know what I'm saying? Like leave the kids alone, B. But when you say that to them, that's what they get. That's what the, a lot of these LGBT people get angry about. They're 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 mad at the, it's like they hate when you call them groomers. But then the only thing that they're angry about is the fact that they can't walk around butt ass naked in front of kids. Well, it's like, well, what are you what are you really trying to say here? Because for the longest, you can go to a gay club and, you know, we had the Pulse nightclub before, you know, it got, you know, shot up and all that crap, but they still got other gay clubs out here. They got gay clubs all over the place where, where gay folks just go do their thing. Nobody bothers these people, right? But some of them want to get mad because they can't be full-blown LGBT with it with kids. But then they want to get mad when you call them a groomer or you look at them suspect. Like, why are you so interested in walking around butt ass naked in front of some kids? Why are you so interested in, in putting on some heels and a thong and parading around in front of some children? Like, like what, what is really going on here? Like I said, I can't take my child to the strip club, but you can have a grown ass man walk around damn near naked or naked in front of a kid. But you want to get mad at the fact that it's like, like, what are we really doing here? You know what I'm saying? What are y'all really doing here, I should say? So that's the type of stuff that goes on in Florida, man. But like I said, when you go watch the news, they just put up all these crazy headlines to make to make it seem like 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 we all like like all of us Floridians down here, we're in we're in the Jim Crow South. You even got the NAACP putting out messages talking about it ain't safe for peoples in Florida's. Like, I don't know one nigga that's talking about they ain't safe. And if they and if a nigga is being violated and harmed in Florida, nine times out of ten, they're being violated and harmed by some other nigga. Like, oh, I watch the news every day in my city. Every black person that pops up on the news that has been violated, nine times out of ten, it was by another black person. Not no damn white person or no cop or anything like that. George Zimmerman ain't roaming around. They ain't, they ain't a George Zimmerman on every block out here like that. 
but it's but it's a a, a, a Glocktavius and a Daquan. <laughs> they out there. It's, it's a million niggas in skinny jeans and slides with a uh, crazy dreadlock hair all over the place in Florida. And y'all know my rule. When I see them little young niggas with slides and skinny jeans on, I get the hell out the way. Cause them little, cause them little niggas is crazy. So, anyways, that's my rant. Y'all go check out that stuff if you want. That's what's cracking in Florida, man. Black history, baby. I right, I'm out. Y'all be safe. Peace.